Welcome to another episode of the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast, where my job, my goal is to turn you into the smartest Amazon seller in any room that you walk into. So I have uh, three of the next podcasts are just me by myself. I don't have any uh, guests to share, just topics that I can uh, dive in on that are going to be new. I've never heard anyone talk about these things with some of the depth that I will go into. But um, I just last weekend got back from San Diego and Los Angeles from the events that I held down there. They um, they blew my expectations. There was uh, there were large groups and they were very smart and people were spitting back information from the podcast back to me and in a few cases actually teaching me on top of what I had talked about. Little did I know that people were actually uh, taking some of my recommendations and using things like Channel Max as the repricer. I never really gave them a full-throated recommendation, but they started using it and then, you know, having more success with Channel Max, you know, using the yo-yo feature that, that competes against Amazon retail and then showing how Channel Max uh, does some quick repricing um, in the... Uh, uh, this was uh, enough people were using it that I was like, well, I should uh, try and become an affiliate with them. So I've uh, started communications with them, but that's not my number one goal. Um, my number one goal is is actually just just uh, higher and better content for you guys. Um, you know, and I'm glad that I spent at least a week uh, coming down from the high that I left off last weekend. Um, it took me a while to like uh, get back to into my normal routine. I was, you know, losing sleep, getting ideas of what to do with my business and how um, we are going to uh, continue to improve. And so now I'm back to normal. I've had a few normal nights sleep, um, and so. But uh, a few, uh, I guess. I mean. You know, one thing I, I see a lot in the Amazon arena, people talking about Amazon, is uh, that they break things down and simplify it too much. I mean, I'm not going to teach you how to create a listing. If you can Google something I and find an answer, hopefully I just brush over that and that we spend more of our time talking about uh, things in a little bit more in depth. Okay, a brief history of FBA fees. I'm going to, this is a very dry topic. It's uh, very specific. I'm going to talk about Amazon's FBA fees, what I think about them, how they move and um, how they affect us. Um, so if, if you're coming from no knowledge of Amazon fees, you, you need to know this. I, uh, but first off, I love the FBA program. I have toured a fulfillment center, um, and I'm inspired by how they do everything, how they t look at every single uh, task that someone is doing and and um, streamline it, automate it. They have autonomous robots. They have autonomous vehicles that are shoveling stuff around in a in a in a FC. When you cross the paths that these take. Um, there's tape there that reminds you to look both ways and um, everything is uh, 
is, is very efficient in the way they do it. And just by watching that efficiency, it kind of like makes you think about your, your own operation. And so I, I think I, I love it. Um, they, I think it's the backbone of one of the most valuable companies in the world. They operate at little to no profit. Um, I mean, look at Amazon's profits. They invest it back into their own network, their, their logistics. If a, if a mid-sized city like Salt Lake City has two fulfillment centers, you know that they are optimizing. They Most cities have a fulfillment center now within an hour or two of them. That's so that they can do everything from, you know, uh, prime now to one day shipping and they could do it at a fraction of a cost compared to competitors Just look at the the three PLS out there that were uh, you know They were trying to catch up to Amazon's two-day window that they've been you know Amazon's had two-day shipping for you know eight years or so and um, or maybe even longer and then Amazon just as they were trying to catch up Amazon pushed out one day shipping. What a power move. They can accomplish this at half of the price of other logistics companies. They have robotics, they have AI, they have transshipping between FCs to spread your inventory. They can turn on and off FedEx or UPS like a light switch. No one else can do that. To them, you know, uh, FBA is a feature of the service. It's not the main service. They're not making money off of it. And it started out, FBA started out as a loss leader. They, they, were, they were losing money on it on purpose just to get people involved. They had fees, FBA fees, under $2 uh, to ship out a product. Uh, that's kind of nuts. And, um, you know, every year uh, since the beginning, they, do have, they have had incremental increase in the prices. Um, usually it's about 5%. Sometimes it's more on the FBA fees and sometimes it's more on the monthly storage fees. Um, but they can only accomplish this because of having uh, fulfillment centers like everywhere. Take the best three PLs out there. Um, there's Deliver, there's ShipBob. They probably have seven or eight warehouses and their uh, two-day shipping rates are simply higher than FBA. They uh, every time I look into them, I, I come away and be like, "Well, I'm not going to change what I'm doing." Um, that said, they still there's still a huge uh, window for them. If you're say if you're selling on Walmart or on your own website, you know these three PLs are getting better. There's no doubt about that. But uh, if you're selling on Amazon, you know using a three PL, I, I I just could not use it. Uh, unless I'm using a 3PL to, to actually send into FBA. Um, but often, so I wanted to focus on these FBA fee changes and just to help you think about it because um, often there's important changes that go unnoticed. The biggest one was in 2016, they removed the pick and pack fee and the order fee and, and combined it into one. Uh, fee. This got rid of an extra $1 that us as sellers received on a multi-unit uh, sale. If someone ordered, you know, five units of something, the FBA fee structure was that we would actually make $4 extra if we were accounting for the FBA fee. Just, you know, if we were calculating our uh, costs based off of one unit being shipped. 
Um, this was a big deal because one out of five purchases uh, for us historically have been a multi-unit sale. And this was, uh, you know, when they turned this off, this was about $600,000 for our business. You know, we were selling, you know, two to three million uh, orders a year. And that's, uh, you know, my calculations like that, that was the size of uh, what this extra dollar represented. And, and it was just gone overnight. No one talked about it. No one did. Because I bet you most people didn't even know they were getting it. Um, and then um, the small and light program actually had this dollar built in. They had a, a per unit pick and pack fee uh, and then an order fee. And this made it so if someone was ordering multi-units in small and light, um, we would get an extra dollar. And it was, it was a huge part as to into the, uh, the value um, and I mean, if, if you're, if you have a product that has a wholesale cost of less than a dollar or say your profit is less than 75 cents per unit, you know, getting this extra dollar is huge. It's, it's a, you know, it could be a 50 to a hundred percent increase in ROI. And so, you know, our product mix tends to be on the inexpensive. It, it was pretty big for our model. Um, and we've kind of had to adjust around that. So, but this, uh, the, um, but the small and light one, it actually will be gone within a few weeks. It actually might have been gone last week. It was January 27th when um, they were going to remove the, uh, and, and change the small and light program and remove this extra dollar that was built in. So um, it's simpler for new sellers, but I'll take the extra dollar on the back end. Um, then in, I believe it was 2016, they also introduced a six month long storage fee. So uh, many are familiar with the 12 month storage fee, but the, um, the six month storage fee was, um, was actually a bigger deal to us. This was brutal. Um, this was six extra months of products that like we weren't paying the long-term storage fee and like they could, that most products could, could have a chance to see Christmas um, because of that. You know, I kind of see that like Christmas kind of cleanses your inventory, you know, cause uh, so much stuff sells through and some products will only really sell during that time because other people stock out. And, um, and so, this made us force uh, awkward decisions on inventory that had not seen a Christmas yet. And so it was it cost us a lot of money. But the big news was last February in 2019, they got rid of the six month storage fee. And this was another, you know, uh, six figure benefit for us. And I'm glad that Amazon did it. They have, um, I'm sure they've taken the feedback from many people, but it's it's allowed us to, uh, you know, not uh, discount as heavily and and really lose money. Uh, the way I would argue to Amazon why you should always keep fees low as possible is most businesses are always in growth mode, and they want to invest profits back into the business, and so. Um, you know, when, if we, if we are losing money, like that's money that we're not putting back into the channel into, um, you know, a better product selection and more products in prime. So always happy when they reduce it. 
they then they recently let's see and now the the LTSF fee the long-term storage fee is a 12-month fee now and I don't care who you are if you're an experienced Amazon seller you will eventually get to know this fee it used to be twice a year uh, February and August now it is every single month but at a reduced uh, they reduced it to about a third of the original fee price but then turned it into a monthly fee. So every the 15th of every month, your inventory is evaluated and stuff that's been there for over uh, 365 days will receive this fee. I kind of always knew that they were going to do this. I, there was It was really easy to... Um, to get around, you know, if, if they're only charging this fee twice a year, um, we could round trip inventory a little bit better. We can, uh, some, some stuff was get, it was actually, um, there almost a year and a half before it actually saw, um, uh, a February or an August at 365 days plus. Um, and then they also introduced a minimum fee of 50 cents. And we were certainly uh, abusing this because we had some products that were so small that even the long-term storage fee, which is charging $22 a, a cubic foot, um, it was such small inventory that like we were still only paying a few pennies on the long-term storage fee. But now they have closed this loophole and there's a minimum of 50 cents. And... I, I don't blame them. It's actually forced us just to have more nimble inventory. We've um, started, you know, to discount things a little bit more aggressively towards the end of its life cycle, and um, our inventory is just younger in general. Um, and I, you know, I've taken a different approach to these fees. Is that these fees, they actually are designed to motivate good behavior by sellers. What is good behavior? That's where you're not stocked too deep or too light. They want you to be mindful of, you know, sending in just what you're going to need for, you know, the next one to two months of sales. You know, people were sending in, you know, six months of inventory into Amazon and just like sitting on it month after month after month where Amazon is trying to optimize their warehouses. And if, you know, people just send stuff, it, it really gums them up and that forces them to build new FCs. It, it really can uh, uh, hamper their inbound because they don't have space. Um, I think that I have noticed a difference in their inbound receiving. In the first years, there were just problems, problems, problems. I've heard stories of uh, UPS trucks, you know, backed up onto the highway um, because they can't inbound stuff fast enough. And so that's kind of a lot of the reason all of uh, these fees are to, to motivate um, this kind of uh, efficient practice of inventory. And it's good to you because you don't want to be too deep. Um, you will be able to, uh, you know, invest in other things. Um, so, you know, it focuses you to have good uh, and correct forecasting and good sell-through. Sure, you might have to take a loss by reducing uh, costs, but um, but then you get that capital back. Um, okay, and then another type of fee is the uh, commission fees. They, they've adjusted them a few times. Sometimes they call them the referral fees. This was nothing huge, but a few of them have saved us, you know, uh, thousands of dollars. They reduced it 
on the in I think it was the, you know health and beauty and uh, grocery that if a product is under ten dollars that the commission fee is no longer fifteen percent but ten percent and and most of the time I see adjustments here I only see them going down so that's uh, good news for uh, you know if thinking of new selection to add to Amazon a uh, another uh, one that was very big for us was they were they removed the minimum referral fee it used to be a dollar and now I think it's only 20 cents this has helped us you know there are some products where <laughs> we're talking rock bottom there were some products that you were down to three dollars four dollars and having it like this one dollar as a fixed cost was kind of uh, it, it, it hurt our ability to compete with some, some people so that was certainly helpful. This year, uh, the big one was the removal fee. Now removals, they actually can be slightly cheaper uh, on some products, but for other products, it's, it's actually gonna be much more expensive. So now the range I believe is 30 cents to $2. Destroying inventory now costs the same as removing it. So there's much less reason to destroy it. Uh, so for us, we're just going to send it all back to to our warehouse and figure out if we what we want to do there. Um, and so if you have a seasonal, sorry, if you have oversized products, this actually can be a significant increase. Oversized used to just be sixty cents, and now they could cost as much as two dollars. I still think removals are. Um, Amazon loses money on removals. But they just want to make sure that people are willing and, and interested in removing their inventory. Um, I have a story. I, I'll dive in just real quick. Um, we, sometimes we've gotten really big stuff. We had I had a tub uh, that I think it was for farming equipment. I don't know. It was, it was probably a 100-gallon container, uh, a trough that people would drink from. I, as a joke, I sent it to my friend's house. Um, because I knew it was only going to cost 60 cents. I didn't want to pay storage fees on this product, so I, I just removed it, sent it to my friend's house for 60 cents. This involved um, a DHL uh, truck sent to my friend's house at a residential house, and my friend wasn't there. So the truck actually came more than once, arrived at my friend's house. Then finally he gave me a call, and I insisted I that the truck driver leave this tub without someone signing it because to me it was embarrassing that so much resources were sent as a joke as i sent this tub over to my friend uh, just to you know to remind him that anything could arrive at his door and that i created this removal it only cost us 60 cents and the amount uh, i bet you it probably cost you know, 40, 50, $60 in time and space and gas money. So uh, appreciate Amazon for doing this. Um, now, there is also a liquidation program that's in place. It's, it's, it's in beta and I've been using it for a bit. It's all right. And I think it's actually getting to where uh, we want it. Uh, it's they're going to have it so every single fulfillment center has this liquidation option and so you know your incentive for um, uh, destroying stuff will be lower we we get you know on a $20 product we'll get $2 
not a lot of money, but it's better than paying money. So, uh, and I hope that they put some automation around this so we can submit in mass. Um, so Amazon actually kind of shows you how well you're, you're doing with your inventory. They, they, they have the, the inventory performance index. This is, uh, it'll show you, give you a number. Um, right now, I think if you want to compare against us, we are at 473. I've been higher, I've been lower. Um, and, you know, if, if you don't perform well, um, you, the Amazon will actually start to restrict the amount of storage space that you can use. And um, it's kind of an interesting thing that they've done. Uh, another thing that just, you know, encourages uh, efficient behavior with inventory. Um, and then on top of that, this was a promotion. Maybe they won't do this again, but last year for Q4, for products that were selling really well um, for uh, two-thirds of the month. Um, okay, so the requirement was like for two-thirds of the month, if you were in the target range uh, weeks of cover, if you could keep your inventory at the right levels, they would discount 80% of the storage fees. And in Q4, that's kind of, uh, that's, that's a fair amount of money. And another thing like that just shows that like all they're trying to do is train you to understand, you know, how you send an inventory in Q4. You don't just like lump it all into October. You don't just lump it all into um, November, but you kind of stage it. And so maybe they get rid of this incentive program, but you will know the, the following year how to, you know, how to optimize your inventory so you reduce your fees in general because Q4 storage fees, they are four times as much as normal. So I th collectively think these things make the FBA program better just so that they, um, that they can have better efficiency and better receiving times. And I have, you know, I am a huge fan of FBA I uh, talk about it a lot. It's kind of, in a lot of ways, just like changed my life. It lets me be a software developer and be a seller at the same time. You know, I, it's all numbers. I don't have to uh, work my butt off. Um, I have, and I do enjoy, you know, <laughs> sending stuff into, F, uh, uh, you know, to customers and, and doing, you know, the shipping logistics. But um, it's a better use of my time, you know, that I could focus on, you know, the other things that we focus on, such as like, you know, product and, and uh, focusing on, on good, uh, uh, offerings for us, our shoppers out there. So big fan of the FBA program. This is just an info on the FBA fees. This episode is over. I'll be with you next week. Just you wait. Take care. One, two, three. This episode has been produced by LaunchPod Media.